What is up, Brew and Bullshit fans? Thank you for tuning back in to the show. If you guys are new to our show, be sure to go to brewandbullshit.com. You can find everything you need to know about the show, latest episodes. Uh, we'll have merch very soon. Uh, the About Us, contact information, all these things. You can find that at brewandbullshit.com. In this episode, I had Mike Wright on the show. Mike is over one of the Longhorn Liquor locations here in Southeast Texas, uh, more specifically the Lumberton location. A uh, little backstory, me and a buddy of mine, we uh, actually went into that location uh, to just try a, a new whiskey, a new bottle. And uh, Mike ended up schooling us on some whiskey and the conversation turned into a 30 minute long conversation. So we invited him uh, onto the show in which, you know, he schools us a little bit. He's more of a, a whiskey connoisseur. He knows his shit. So. Uh, he brought some really, really uh, good bourbon. And we talk bourbon. We talk a little bit of politics. We talk Internet, um, a lot of different things. So I think you guys will really enjoy this one just as much as we did. Cheers. But uh, I feel like... Uh, the dark music is more, it's so much more creative yeah. than, you know, than some of this other shit, you know? Well, I think when you look at it through the point of a, a singer songwriter, you know, a lot of those stories are real. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. and, yeah. and, and to know that somebody's writing this song and, and singing it as maybe a, a form of release, mm. you know, yeah. because it's, it's something that, you know, they need to put out there do to help them cope for sure with whatever they're going and I, through. I think that's one thing we all three can agree on. Like uh, people, they're attracted to real, mm-hmm. you know, it's like look at the TV reality TV mm-hmm. took yeah, over yeah. the fucking television. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, people vlogging or just like selfies all day. Like people just want to see real, real, real yeah. all the time, you know? Yeah. I don't think that, you know, from a, at least a music standpoint, you know, I, I do believe people buy into real, but I look at the contrast between what, what people call, you know, Nashville country or radio right. country compared yeah. to like some of these real, like a pug, somebody yeah. that's very local, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, they just don't, they don't give those guys really the shot. You know, I've been to yeah. the, the shows and stuff like that. And that's why I supported these guys so hard because, I mean, there was just some people, I tell this story like at the time in my previous, like I've got these two lives kind of, you know, my, <laughs> when my first wife and then now with this wife here, yeah. you know, Jamie, which, uh, so, but, oh, shit, I forgot what I was talking about. We'll have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's no, relating good, to the music. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, she's like, oh, shit, I'm going through that right now. You know, and yeah. this person's going through it too, but now I can hear it through, like, you know, pretty much a poem. Yeah. Right, right, right. And it really it tugs at the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Poetry. And it's, it's like talking to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's something you can uh, just relate to. One is music. Yeah. You know, and then, like, it's like, oh, fuck dealing with that same thing right now <laughs> like yeah. you said yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool i'm not the only one with a tear in my beer right now yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right yeah well anyway anyway what's up mike <laughs> not much man just yeah. uh blowing and going you yeah. know staying busy slinging liquor and uh <laughs> so uh it's it's been good uh yeah you want a beer yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, y'all tell me when y'all want to break into the uh, the <laughs> bourbon I brought y'all today. Oh, so, 
Yeah, I brought six different bottles. I brought some ice Holy cubes. Shit. I didn't know if y'all. Uh... <laughs> we have cups if I need to go. Grab yeah, those. I brought Glencairn glasses and and some <laughs> rocks glasses if you do prefer ice. And so. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so for everybody listening, uh, I have uh, Mr. Mike Wright here, and I have my buddy uh, Bravo, Eric Bravo. He's my co-host today, so we're going to get into some some whiskey talk, some bourbon, sip a little, and uh, hear about uh, Mr. Mike's story, you know, hear his life. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I thought, you know, I, I've heard your past episodes, you know, and, yeah. and it's it's these people, you know, like we were talking about with Chef Rafael Ruiz, stuff like that. Like my story, it's it's unique to its own, yeah. you know, but, um, you know, I, uh, you know, found my way into the, I mean, just two months ago, found my way into the liquor business. And, and it started from a um, last November, me and my wife, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, went to um, Fredericksburg for winery tours, what whatnot, and um, along the way out there, there's a place called High Texas, and uh, a little small podunk town, and um, High Texas, High Texas, H Y E, <laughs> so uh, yeah, okay. H Y E, <laughs> and um, there's a distillery there. Yeah. That that we ended up stopping by, and up to this point, I was not a whiskey fan. Mm. You know, I, I would have the occasional crown mixed with seven up, you know, yeah. over at a buddy's house or something like that. But I was really into craft beer, mm, you know, okay. and uh, not like so, uh, you know, like uh, HGX, beer, dude, HGX beer, dude, you know, some of that stuff, man, it tasted like, yeah, uh, it tastes some of it tasted like smoothies, mm -hmm. you know, like I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. you know, and he would talk about, you know, waking up at like 9 a.m. Uh, and having a beer. Now I understand why. Yeah. You know? Oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and now that I've kind of made this transition to the bourbon world, I mean, you know, people will judge you for having a little, uh, you know, pour of whiskey at six in the morning. But yeah, sometimes it's, you know, a little pour helps get the day going. And well, they don't know how to start their day. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like you, uh, you know, for people like you that know about it, you you appreciate you appreciate it differently. You know what I'm saying? So having it at 6 a.m. doesn't bother you because, I mean, you know, oh, you know it. For, for sure. I'll be honest with you as far as in the terms of getting like drunk was <laughs> maybe after I made the transition to bourbon, but I was still drinking a lot of craft beer yeah. and mixing them together. I found, you know, for me. Yeah. That wasn't a great concoction, you know. It's not for me. Either. Yeah. <laughs> it's ugly. So, yeah, very. I, I started getting into the whiskey so much. I mean, it was, I think you may have mentioned this on another podcast about getting, um, like, obsessed with things sometimes, yeah. you know. And I just got obsessed with it. I mean, I started, I started a buying spree where I was just buying five, six bottles a week. You know, and what, uh, was, what was it about, like just whiskey in general that like uh, intrigued you so much? It was, um, man, I kind of like it's an art form. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it really is just like craft beer is. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's that's, really that's an true. art form. And I don't know that everybody looks at it like it, that. It seems like those those two communities, like if you're into craft beer, if you're into like a, a whiskey, you're really into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you break that shit down to a science. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah, I've got, uh, you know, not act like it's all whiskey. I got some buddies that were uh, wanting to, whenever I got, yeah, I say, hey, I don't know what time we're going to be done. I'm going to go till till ever they, 
and yeah. but they're going to Struggle Street, and I don't know oh, if nice. y'all, uh, man, I love Struggle Street. That's really? A, yeah, have y'all been out there? Mm-hmm. I have the only, so the only brewery I've been uh, to, and I actually had them on the podcast was Buxton's. Buxton's, yeah, yeah. Well, down in Needland. I love, I love all the local breweries. Man, they, I really do. But like yeah. to me, Struggle Street's kind of doing something a little bit more like what you were talking, like tasting like smoothies and stuff like uh, that. They've got, okay, they've man. got, you know, some some different stouts and and stuff that are just. Yeah, they do like a Wiso Jelly Imperial Stout or something. I'm oh, probably, man. I'm probably fucking that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sounds good to me. So don't get mad at me, uh, <laughs> Struggle Street. But the, the beers are, they're they're really good. Yeah, no, actually, so. we just offered some new flavor names, so we're going to need our 10% when y'all make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to, uh, in Buxton, I hope you guys listen to this, I've been trying to get a collab with them and i want to call it like the hello brutiful yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or morning brew you know yeah. something like that you know uh so i mean let me the brucci main <laughs> yeah brucci main <laughs> uh if you guys no. are listening let's make that happen <laughs> <laughs> those guys are great down there have you had any of their pizza no, no oh yeah. buxton's does yeah they got like some badass pizza they got like a stone oh they got i don't know what they've got back there but it's whatever magic. it is keep it going they do a sweet heat pizza that's got like the sriracha honey drizzle oh and my gosh it's it's really to like, die for them. yeah it's it's i love what those guys are doing down there um yeah. you know as far as nature's brewery as well you know i think uh i'm big on supporting the local craft scene for, for sure, sure for sure yeah and know. everyone uh what i do appreciate about like the uh the breweries out here everyone seems to like work together you know like all the breweries are uh you know they're, they're all buddies um and they, they all work to yeah and then they all uh you know they all, they all work together you know so i i appreciate that a lot because you know out in like houston i mean you have so many breweries i mean at uh at, at a point you have to look at those people like competition yeah because there's so many different breweries for sure and 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 so many damn good ones yeah at that you know and uh so yeah there is unfortunately i mean there is a lot of competition i mean yeah um but i don't think it's as cutthroat maybe as in other businesses you know they uh but i hope um, not (laughs) i mean it's such an artistic process that you're gonna you know it's just wide range yeah of of you know product and so i think there's enough out there for people to appreciate their little bits and for pieces sure, for sure. you know and, it, and i'm sure those guys like are like the guys that own like these smaller breweries they're comfortable with that because you got like saint a's you got mm-hmm. carbock you got these heavy hitters yeah you know it's like you can't beat that yeah you won't ever beat that. you know like well, I, you, I won't say ever but you know what i mean yeah you have that that same dynamic playing out in the whiskey world i mean there's craft distilleries now i mean that one i went to in high is kind of you know promoted as the the first true craft distillery you know now whether or not that's true or not you know but (laughs) they were the first one in texas and then um you know several more went on to uh to to open up and some of them had great success garrison brothers in high um is 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 wonderful there's one out of uh, waco called balcone um that's uh i've been to that distillery and it's gorgeous i mean just a, an old renovated building right by you know waco's known for that magnolia farms and yeah, whatever yeah. you know so it's like right behind there it's a and sweet location these guys are um these guys are pumping out bourbon like uh, yeah whiskey um okay. you know <laughs> balcones is very unique and i actually brought a bottle of balcones tonight <laughs> hey. uh, they, they put out a lot of different expressions nice. and um so they uh, a range of whiskeys, mm, you know, okay. um, uh, some Texas single malts, 
Uh, so kind of done, you know, uh, in the style of scotch to say, but but just a completely different process, aging process, stuff like that, okay, you know. And, okay. they, and they, the, they add the E when they spell whiskey. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a place down in Andal- uh, Blanco, Andalusia, where they, they uh, smoke their, their barley, but uh, instead of using peat, like uh, Scotland would use, they're using Texas hardwoods, you oh, know, and man. so... It gives a really pretty distinct flavor, and that's to me where the art comes in. You know, there's so many different variables that you can toy with that's going to all change the end product. For sure, for sure. One thing I can say, like, uh, I don't, I probably know like a fourth of what you know about like whiskey, but one thing I can say is America, we can pump out some good, good shit. No, for sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pump out some good bourbon, whiskey in general. But, yeah. Well, I think people, and in the craft beer scene now, you, and it gets back to what we're talking to about competition. You're almost forced to if you want to keep up. For sure. You, you've yeah. got to, I mean, there's so much competition out there with good product that, you know, I mean, especially in the in the Texas whiskey scene, I mean, yeah. you're trying to compete with Kentucky. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're trying to get outside of Texas and get that brand recognized nationwide. And, and so right. you're competing with Kentucky, which is, you know. That's heavy hitters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heavy hitters, you know, so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's, uh, man, I just, I commend, like, all these, like, new, like, uh, <laughs> distilleries and guys that are trying uh, to, like, you know, run a business with whiskey because, you know, the shit's got to age, you know. So yeah. you, you have to pump out something to keep capital and keep shit going, yeah. you know, so that whiskey can get uh, just, just right, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and then you can put it out. Right, you know? and uh, so you know, I I hear that some you know r- resort to making gin because you can mm. you know pretty much take that right off the steel and and yeah. bottle it and sell it, you know, and and some go to you know sourcing whiskey, which you know there's yeah, some I've big whiskey too. manufacturers out there, you know, like MGP out of Indiana that mm. is just like, okay, we're not putting out anything called MGP, we're just going to make a ton of product and we're going to source it out to people that don't feel like waiting yeah you know so you can probably look on the back of the bottle it says uh it says distilled, distilled in Indiana. In Indiana. but you let know me tell right you off. they put out some great juice and it's uh and people take it and they may put a finishing process on it like age it in a sherry cask or a cognac cask um, which brings in you know some more flavors uh maybe even a little bit different color and really can have an influence on the product and so it's it's uh I, I don't hate the source whiskeys for sure you know some people i feel maybe turn their nose up at it a bit but i just does it taste good yeah. <laughs> taste their own man yeah you know? so well, yeah it does uh i think the one of the biggest differences uh you know from the craft beer community and the whiskey community is uh, uh whiskey there's whiskey guys that are like legit will just like just bash you know certain you know mm-hmm. uh blends or uh, you know, brands in the, the craft community, it seems like there's a it's a little bit more open minded to right. other, you know, other brands or other yeah. uh, brews, you know. But it's I like uh, the, the whiskey guys, like if you, you got a good one, you like that one, you ain't going you know, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to fuck with those. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you definitely get some people that are, you know, that are coming in and they're reaching for the maker's mark or something like that right. every single time. Yeah. But but you've got this this group of people and it's pretty like good around this area people that they want to buy whatever they can get their hands on yeah you know and <laughs> and um it's it's we had a store 
pick release this past Saturday. Yeah, um, I yeah, appreciate the invite, man. I, I, my hands were tied, but uh, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, so it's it's a great time, you know, and guys show they wait in line because, you know, you only get so many bottles and it's yeah. they're so highly sought after. And these people's like start lining up at, you know, in, in some of our stores, you know, it was yeah. probably three in the morning. Golly. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. The, the day I got to, to the my store, you know, or, or the store I run, yeah. you know. Um, it's like a video game release for adults. <laughs> I got there at like 830. And um, an, an hour and a half. No, in the morning. Uh, to show up for, you know, to open the store and, right. and, and release this. There was people. It was alive. Oh, yeah. There was, I mean, at that point, I think 21 people. God, you damn. know, already in line, and <laughs> yeah. so, and that's just at uh, you know, in, in, in Lumberton, yeah. you know, uh, Beaumont probably had 50 or 60. God know? bless, so damn. yeah, there's there's people that I mean, uh, bourbon's a, a big game, and there's yeah. there's there's a you know, <laughs> it's like underground market almost for it, you know, that yeah. um, you know, you can kind of see out on facebook and stuff like that where yeah. people take and they you know they sell bottles and and uh you know they shit gets expensive man yeah uh, so is it like uh sort of like what uh hcx beer dude does is it like similar in a sense of like it's like a trading yeah system hmm. yeah you know I mean? it's, like a it's, bourbon yeah trading? a lot of times it's it's a trade which is you know um if, if uh, somebody's okay. got multiple bottles of of something and they may yeah. want to you know, trade it for for something they don't have. You know, ah, and most yeah, of the time you're talking about, but it, it it's not always high end bourbon. I mean, you got bottles you sell at the store for twenty three dollars that yeah. you know go for two or three times that. You know, because some parts of the country they they can't get those certain bottles. You know, and mm-hmm. so it's uh it's people travel all over. You know, doing hunting. For yeah. Me and my wife did that for a lot of weekends where we didn't have nothing else planned but to drive around Texas going into every liquor store. Oh, man. We could How go badass is that to be on the same page? Like, get your stuff, baby. We're going to go find us some liquor. Yeah. <laughs> get your stuff, baby. You know the drill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> going down no real, trying to avoid major highways and hitting hole-in-the-wall restaurants yeah. and just finding places. That oh, might. like a little dive? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully liquor stores that not very many people go into yeah. and there's just something... So what's like uh what's a good gym if you will and uh and in Texas like a a good spot to get like uh uh, uh like hard to find I guess yeah yeah oh, like, a, like a rare bottle yeah. or something I'll be honest with you um locally and this is I'm you know uh, I I shopped at all the liquor stores around here prior to working for for Longhorn but I was a big customer of theirs you know uh-huh. um and and that's so that's one reason <laughs> yeah that's one reason i wanted to go work for them was yeah. because i love the way they do business yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah um, for sure. it's a mom and pop shop if i'm not mistaken is it so so the gentlemen that that own it you know they started it eight years ago uh with the lumberton store seven to eight years ago don't quote me on that yeah. uh and they just you know they're they're very business-minded smart yeah you know how to how to do the business and and we've got 11 stores right now that's crazy um, you said they were expanding right? yeah they're mm-hmm. looking to expand and, and open some more over in the houston area and and uh they <laughs> just yeah. they're doing it the right way yeah. you know it's uh, uh i know y'all both been in 
the the Lumberton store, but you know it's a big, it's 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 nice, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, they take pride in what they do, and and you know, so in, in turn, I take pride in, you know. Yeah, in, yeah, for in sure. There. So it's like so. walking into like most liquor stores in Beaumont and things like that. I walked into there and I was like, man, is this tall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> yeah. And I can appreciate some of the mom and pop shops. You know, we yeah. come across, we I've been across many, and, and yeah. sometimes you can find little nuggets in there but to back to the original question really i probably gotten my best bottles from longhorn nice but nice. not since i've been working there <laughs> like, <laughs> back when i was a customer right you yeah. know and um and they put little easter eggs and stuff out you yeah. know and and so um yeah that's kind of cool <laughs> yeah it's kind of it's kind of gym yeah, yeah it's, it's it's really a a pretty tight knit community, but it's it's a big community. Yeah. You know, um, the Houston Bourbon Society is a Facebook group that I think they have over two hundred thousand members. You know, Damn. Um, yeah, <laughs> and so oh, it's you know, I mean, obviously Houston's a huge area. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, sure. a couple mil. Yeah, a couple, <laughs> couple mil. So. Um, yeah. It's a, uh, but it's just amazing. I was just telling my brother, we we're just having a conversation about Facebook groups and everything. And um, I, we forget about it. You know, I mean, it's there. You forget about it though, but you can literally like join a Facebook group for anything. You know, yeah. so something like craft beer, you know, and uh, bourbon mm -hmm. or whiskey. And I'm yeah, like, of course <laughs> I want to be in that. You know, yeah. we're talking about whiskey and craft beer all day. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, I think it. Pug may have touched on this on being a student of YouTube. You know, if you get yeah, into yes. something, oh, man. you know, the that's the possibilities are endless. I mean, you can go down a rabbit hole, and I've done it. Yeah, that's my TV. Yeah, that's my TV, too. That's my and TV. It's, and it's weird because, you know, it's not just the, the younger generation. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's that's where I go. I don't, I mean, yeah. we, we do have cable, but I'm, I don't know why. You know, yeah. it's like I never watch it. It's just YouTube. It's like maybe like a force of habit just to flip through channels. And like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, and, then, and then it's like someone else is controlling the program or the, the show that's on at that hour, at that mm -hmm. minute. YouTube, you can mm -hmm. go control your own yeah. outcome. You know? you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah very sure. creative channels out there. Yeah. You know, and there's a channel for anything that you want to yeah. hone in on. And it's, it's fantastic. You know, yesterday... Um, so everybody listening will probably hear this uh, a few days from now. So, I mean, for you guys, it'll probably be like five days ago. But <laughs> yesterday, um, YouTube fucking crashed and I freaked out. Oh, it, I saw that. It, yeah. it crashed for like two hours yeah. and I freaked the fuck out. I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I patient in his room and everything. Yeah. You know, I guess my, lucky I was at work. So yeah, I didn't my, know. My go-to is like, you know, I'll grab my phone, look at notifications, whatever. Everything's turned off on the notification end so it's just whenever i want to check it as soon as i grab my phone i'm going to youtube mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying to see what's what's new what's, yeah. what's popping up on my my feed <laughs> yeah it's got a guy with a pipe wrench i don't know what happened <laughs> <laughs> you know and i clicked on a video and it's like you know this sorry this can't be played i'm like okay Maybe the Wi-Fi is messed up. I, I thought this was America. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kept refreshing it, and it would not play, man. And yeah, I was I didn't know what to do with my life. My subscriptions <laughs> are like all over the place too. Really? Like, what, uh, what are you into on there? Well, definitely, you know, there's there's several bourbon ones. Yeah. That that I follow, and there's some uh, really good guys out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Doing some good content, but uh, 
This cat, M Michael Palasamo, he's like a guitar teacher. Oh. And he'll play, he'll take these like songs and, you know, put the videos up and watch them play guitar and then come back and like show you like what they're doing and stuff. But then he also gets really into the music and, and just, it's a lot. I mean, it's, I don't know. I find it fascinating. Yeah, the way, oh, for sure. You know, for sure. Um, but the, there's just so much out there. Yeah, there's, there's so many different channels. and But used to, uh, I think they, they changed their um, algorithm a little bit. Used to, you could watch a video, right? And then like on the right, like on the column or whatever, it uh, they'd have similar videos, but it'd be like super left field shit. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It wouldn't be so similar. So you go down this crazy ass rabbit hole. You know, yeah. now it's like you search something. That's all you're going to see, mm -hmm. you know, for like that entire day. You know, if I search yeah. iPhone, whatever. You know, all I'm going to see whenever I click on the home, my homepage, it's going to be something different from what you'll see, yeah. you know. They changed the algorithm a little bit. But, yeah. You um, mentioned iPhone. It made me think of, like, you, you ever heard uh, Lou um, Unbox Therapy? You ever watch that YouTube uh, channel? No, no. Not, not that one. I've seen the unboxing, you know, uh, some it, of those videos. Yeah. It's just him unboxing a product, you know, and seeing it for the first time. And he's this tech geek and, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. And so. See, those are cool. Also, the uh, man, there's this channel. It's like some ASMR shit. This guy, he takes like old, uh, like gaming consoles and stuff and, oh, like, and, and restores them he restores them yeah but uh, like it's he doesn't talk or anything you can hear the 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 screws like squeaking in the game board yeah. you can hear them and it's just something about yeah <laughs> these videos yeah captivate you yeah yeah you know it's just like it sucks because it'd be like nine o'clock like, all right time to go to bed get on youtube it's like oh my god it's three in the morning <laughs> um, <laughs> for sure i've had those experiences yeah every time yeah <laughs> But uh, it, yeah, it's it's the yeah, I've told my daughters this like right now, like if ever, not that I would condone anybody not attempting to go to college, but yeah, you know, there's so many ways to to make it. Oh. as I mean, artistry has really expanded to formats yeah. and 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 places that 25 years ago you weren't didn't really think was possible oh no for sure there's just like with youtube alone like i watched this guy he uh he's big into real estate um uh, grant cardone okay yeah i, I watch yeah. uh i watch old grant and he he said it best he said you know uh you you know parents are paying like tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. for the kids to go to college you know what i'm yeah. saying over a course of however many years but you know they could buy like his course or a, a course on real estate you mm -hmm. know, and then just make so much more money, you know, yeah. and crush it. Right. Won't yeah. be in debt, basically. Yeah, yeah. Just crush it. You know what I'm saying? So and that, uh, it made me think like that's a really good point. You know, whenever I do have kids, like I'm not going to force something like college on them because yeah. they have YouTube, they have social media, yeah. they have so many different avenues to make money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, uh, I think the by that time, though, maybe 10 years from now, like the definition of like uh, success will be a little bit different. You know, like you don't have to you know graduate go to college get a degree or, or whatever you know what i'm saying you can mm -hmm. you can go a different route yeah no i agree um there's never been more avenues for uh i don't know i wish you know maybe i could find uh, i'd love for one of my kids to go down that yeah. avenue you oh, know yeah. sure and so i'm sure they will yeah. at some point i mean yeah. whatever it is you want to do yeah, just be a, passionate about it. Of course, and exactly, you know that's <laughs> yeah. that's 
you're going to have a higher chance of success if you're truly sure. passionate about it and you're putting everything you you have into it you know yeah and i think that's really captures the like that's what captures my attention is like whenever seeing something like i watch a lot of gundam stuff like gundam builds and things yeah. like that and then just seeing the guy like take his time and, and and spray paint and i'm like man this guy's really detailed and into it this is what really hooks you know gets yeah. me hooked or like watching an artist you know like yeah put music out you know like a own original stuff yeah and, like and he's like literally in the moment you know what i'm yeah. saying like he's focused you know like i can appreciate that yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah yeah, there's back a, to that dark music, you know, like <laughs> some way musicians. There's this one guy, I think, like John Moreland, man. He is, you got to look this guy up. He's, you John know, Moreland. probably 550, 600 pounds. Yeah. You know, and just playing this just sad country tune with the guitar laying Making on it his cry. belly, you know, <laughs> talking about, you know, you don't care for me enough to cry, mm. you know, and just the room is just dark silent you know, everybody like what? You know? yeah, the one guy in the back who hurt you yeah, right. who did it right and so it helps i mean it, it uh, there's no way you can't get lost in that yeah mm -hmm. yeah for sure you know so yeah man it's uh you know just uh, a little bit you know more about you with youtube is there's a I mean, I forget how old the kid is now, but like when he became a millionaire from YouTube, he was like six years old. Yeah. You know, like Ryan's toy review kid, man. He was he was like top of Forbes list. I think it was last year. Top earning YouTube person. Well, <laughs> what do you do? He he just plays with toys. That's it. Oh, yeah. 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 Come on. Little kid plays with toys. All, you know, he's a cute little <laughs> kid. You know, he just plays with toys and. His family records it. Well, he's good for him. He's, yeah. making, he's making a shit ton of money doing it. Yeah. yeah. He's got a Maserati stroller. And he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, back to the uh, back to the whiskey, man. Uh, what's your uh, your favorite main man. blend? The the uh, the problem I have yep. is kind of like craft beer. Yeah. I like all of it. Yeah, me too. I, you I know, like beer. <laughs> I mean, I like beer. Yeah, you know? And, and I like whiskey. Yeah. And, um, you know, so with having the collection that I have now, you know, it's yeah. just something different every night. I couldn't I couldn't name really one favorite. I mean, Bal right, right, I think right. Balcones is probably my favorite distillery because they're really pushing the edge yeah. flavor-wise. Right. It's so unique. And, uh, you know, if we get into uh, to some, uh, I think y'all will be able to, to pick that out real quick. It's just completely different. Yeah. The aging process in Texas, because of the, you know, the, the heat yeah. and stuff yeah. like that, it really accelerates the, uh, the aging. And, uh, I would have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought of that either. <laughs> so you'll see a lot of, like, Texas whiskeys or, or bourbons come out where, you know, they've been aged for three or four years, yeah. you know, compared to, you know, a lot of Kentucky stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, the longest one I probably have is probably like a 15-year, mm. you know. But um, I did bring a bottle tonight, though, that a buddy of mine... <laughs> Cody just dropped off at my house, like on his way through Louisiana Drive. He said, "Hey man, I brought this to you," and uh, it's not a very politically correct name, but it's it's a bottle of uh, bourbon called Rebel Yell. Okay, like, and, isn't, like the, isn't that a song called Rebel Yell? Billy Idol, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know if it was, but this this um, 
this one was bottled, I think, in um, 88. Yeah. So you're talking, you know, about 32, Damn. you know, um, okay. or, or yeah, bottled in 88, aged for seven years. Yeah. So it's it's kind of cool to see what a whiskey that old, even just sitting in the bottle, it's not still aging, obviously, yeah. but it's still taking on different characters. Yeah, I went it. to a uh, I went to a wedding. This was I want to say about a month ago, and this guy had after the wedding, you know, we did the reception or whatever, and we went to like a mm-hmm. little after party, if you will. This guy had I forgot how old these bottles of Jack Daniels was. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that fucked me up though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You told it me was, about that. Yeah, man. It was over twenty years old for sure. Yeah. I forgot exactly how old it was. Yeah. But yeah. And it, it looked uh, like an old bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like just, the, the labeling yeah. was just shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's got three X's right. on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. A cork. <laughs> Don't drink me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nah, we definitely drank it. <laughs> yeah. So it I, yeah. I appreciate so many different price ranges yeah. of bourbon. You know, from uh, there's uh, one of my favorites and one I've turned some people on to is Old Tub, which is like a twenty dollar bottle. Old Tub, you know, it's That's made, the bottle he showed us whenever we. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's made by uh, Jim Beam, you know, but yeah, okay. Uh, bottled at a hundred proof, you know, unfiltered, just full flavor, like. Mm. it's a hitter at 20 bucks you know and so i find myself more times than not if uh you know i I came across my i guess first bottle of of, uh from the van winkle family you know i I was able to get a 10-year uh old rip van winkle which uh you know are not everyday finds and although i enjoy it that old tub for 20 bucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it hits different. I mean, <laughs> it's just like, you know, so I really appreciate the the more moderate priced. Yeah. You know. With mm-hmm. the uh, the whiskey game, like, I feel like, you know, if I ever tried to, like, collect uh, or bourbon, if you will, like, try to collect just different bourbons and whatnot, I'd be, like, just so tempted to not drink anything because, like, you know, it's, it's special. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's aged and it's special. You know, if I drink it, I'm going to drink the whole damn bottle. <laughs> One, if you're disciplined enough sure. to hold on to it for 20, 25 years, then, true, you know, it's, true. it's definitely worth something yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, I'm, man, I buy bottles to, to drink. Yeah. yeah, right. And you'll see the ones I brought. They're all already poured out. <laughs> They're already open. Yeah, you know. Just a couple sips, though. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I try them all. Yeah. So. Did you ever get to try that uh, that bottle of Manhattan and uh, Old Fashioned? Yeah. No, I, I did. got a bottle for you, by the way, Corey. I saved them. Yeah, oh, we. Man, man. I don't think we uh, we 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 did the the old the Manhattan Manhattan right? one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, we yeah. did the Old Fashioned. I had the Manhattan already. Oh. Excuse me. Some lady came through today and bought uh one of the manhattans and we were out of the old-fashioned and she was talking about you know how that's all her husband will drink really whatever and so i was like oh that was you know i hadn't tried it though you know and and um i want to my problem is is i'm running out of bar bar (laughs) space you know and and so i i kind of made a promise to my wife that once i completely took over this bar yeah. That where there's nothing else that can fit on it besides bourbon <laughs> that I would quit buying it, you know. So I'm trying to drink it faster now. So I open up some space. So yeah. I, can, <laughs> I think it would go different for me. You know? So once I run out of room, I promise 
I'll just build another bar. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, once you run out of room, what you got to do is have a, a door behind this bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> that right. Leads have you a wet to... bar in there, actually, and everything, man. Yeah, you know, it leads you to, you know, just heaven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people do some crazy. I've seen some cool bars on, on the Internet oh, uh, yeah. ideas <laughs> that people build. But, um, no, it's it's a it's a cool community. Like yeah. I said, um, you know, it's it's something everybody, you know, within that community. I mean, you got something that I don't know. It's kind of a fabric of, you yeah. know, p- people that enjoy it. It's it's just uh, I've gotten yeah. since I've started drinking, I've gotten several buddies into it, you know, yeah. a, a little bit more than what they were anyways. You oh, know, really? and uh, <laughs> and my brother. And so now, you know, it's uh, it's cool. Um to hang out with people and that's all we do is you know the, the beer never even comes out it's just bourbon right. you know and, and trying the, different ones and, and it's so it's, it's crazy because it seems like it's just so subjective you know like i could have a same glass of what you're having and we could have different absolutely and taste, you know t- I, I think that's why blind tasting is is so fun because yeah. it takes your biases away um, you know you get this bottle that you spent let's say 150 bucks on and it's like in your mind you want it to taste good yeah you know sure. but uh so no matter what it tastes uh, yeah. like to you you're 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 gonna like it because sure. you don't want to not like it you know <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah. i think that was a double negative but <laughs> <laughs> and just for like people listening that don't know what blind tasting is yeah, so you you take and and you 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 pit some whiskeys up against each other, and you have your wife pour them in the glass and don't tell you what they are, <laughs> and then at the end of it, you just rank one, two, or three, uh, and then she'll reveal okay, what okay. which whiskey that was. Yeah, do you guys ever do stuff like that at the uh, the store? No, we did have a tasting this past week, uh, just to kind of help, uh. People, you know, we, we do so many store picks. That's obviously, you know, one of the best things about Longhorn, man. They are, they they throw that bourbon out there, you know, and they're, yeah. they're putting right. a lot of good, unique stuff out there. That's some good marketing. <laughs> yeah, very, for very, sure. Yeah. And um, it's, uh, but people go out there for uh, these store picks. And, uh, man, shit, I lost my train of thought again. <laughs> no, it's all uh, good, man. It happens. Yeah. Oh, we were just the talking about the, the blind tasting. Yeah. Um, oh, the blind tasting. Yeah, we come out. They uh, let people try sample. Yeah. You know if they want to invest in a bottle. Nice. You know what I mean. Yeah. And it's time uh, to sell itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and uh, you know and and it it worked. I mean it was I mean it was mildly successful, but it was first time doing it out yeah. there. You know and uh, so. It was a it was a fun time, and then that next morning was the uh, the bottle release for last Saturday, and that was chaos. So it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a cool job. I like it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it seems like uh, I mean, you, you're you're working in Lumberton. You live in Lumberton. Lumberton's mm-hmm. growing so much. Yes, it is. It, it is, and it it's been that way for a while now, and it just continues to, to yeah. grow. And um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know exactly how many people are up there, yeah. but uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, you know, getting close to the size of Needland, which is probably twenty sure. to twenty-five thousand people. So oh, I mean, yeah. that's a, yeah. and that that's the only liquor store in Lumberton, yeah. you know. And so it's uh, they same store 
all the all the locations. They just you know they they run a very consistent operation, and that's, so that's so good. I think that's key. You yeah, know, um, you find some of these mom and pop shops shops that are on some of those bottles we were talking about earlier. The the ones you could flip. They the mom and pops will will price them at premium price. You know, yeah. so they'll take a fifty dollar bottle and and but now in their store it's going to cost two to three hundred dollars yeah you know and um one thing you know we it's always retail you know yeah. and and that's why that people come out for sure. yeah for sure so but um it's been different you know i didn't punch a clock for 13 years before that i was in the catering business so oh yeah yeah and um so it's been a change going to change your face huh? yeah <laughs> change your pace you know getting up and and getting dressed and driving you know it's uh used to i had a kind of created my own schedule yeah. you know and yeah, so sure. had some downtime you know but it's uh it's been fun it's like a new little challenge in life i guess you know yeah did you uh if you don't mind me asking did you just get like bored with the catering business no or? covid really oh, uh, yeah, no. yeah um that's why, like, uh, I've, I've only been with them, you know, maybe going on three months right now. Right, cause, right, right. Uh, I was coming off some pretty massive catering jobs from the end of last year through the end of February, middle of March, right when COVID hit. Those, those happened to be coming to an end. Yeah. And then, obviously, that all broke loose, the craziness. And um, I was like, man, I'd been working two and a half months. 15 hour days, seven days a week, you know? Dang. And so I was like, I'll take some time off. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and yeah. let it blow over. And at that time, who was thinking what it would turn out to be, oh, you know? And no, I don't think, honestly, I don't know a single soul that thought it'd be, it'd last this, this chaotic. Mm -hmm. this chaotic. Yeah, exactly. at least the response to, to it. I mean, it's... I don't know. You know, it's uh, not to get too political or anything like that, but it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily agree with the response to it, right. you know. Oh, for um, sure. you, but, man, I'm, I run a liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, just um, I think there's some good that could come out of all this craziness. I almost said bullshit. But, yeah, uh, that, you know, because one, I think, uh, you know, just going back to the growth of like Lumberton, people are uh, uh, they're they're gravitating to smaller areas. Right. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, you know, yeah. just get away from crazy, crazy shit, mm -hmm. you know. But also uh, for you, you know, it's great because, you know, uh, people don't want to go out. Everyone likes to drink, mm -hmm. you know, but people don't want to go out and do it anymore because of the cra you're yeah. crazy. The For chaotic sure. shit going around, yeah. you know. So um, it definitely helps business, right? right. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, get you a bottle and go home. Yeah, and, right. And, and uh, <laughs> for sure. And I think it's, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's somewhat getting back to at least around here. Yeah. You know, when I went to go to Struggle Street, you know, there's a few people hanging out. You know, Sunday afternoon. Um, you know, I, I go to restaurants. You know, I mean, they're they're pretty packed and. You know, so it seems like to a degree, but then sure. you hear this, you know, oh, there's a second wave and they're going to lock it down again. And yeah. it's like, but I don't know. What do you believe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I believe it's just talking on toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like I, I told Bravo this, uh, this was shit, maybe at the peak of COVID. I was like, dude, thank God we live in Texas. 
<laughs> you know, because like, you know, uh, everyone has rules and, you know, we're shut oh, down no, yeah, and stuff, yeah. but it's just like, it's not that bad here. No. And <laughs> if know. shit does go south, this is where I want to be. <laughs> you <sure>. know. <laughs> and, uh, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank God for Texas, man. That's all I can say. God bless know? her. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever, and I've, you know, I've been to some cool places, but yeah, like nothing to me. I'll never leave Texas. No, no, me yeah. either. I've been, I've been to a few cool places, but I mean, most of them were in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. You could drive you for know? two days and there, still be in Texas. And there are some cool places yeah. in Texas. Yeah, you know, for sure. And uh, a lot of road to cover. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, so. I, I told myself, um, I told myself this in high school. I went to uh, Little Cypress Marysville in Orange. I told myself that, um, you know, when I did decide to, like, get a house, maybe buy one, it would probably be in Nederland. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I like the community. It's small. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's friendly. <laughs> you no, know, I, like, it's uh, it'd probably be a place like Nederland, Port Nature's. Yeah, like I that. definitely oh, think. Sure. Yeah. Definitely think so. You know, you've got the, um, you know. Occasional people that walk around checking the car doors and stuff like that at night, you <laughs> yeah. know, but like for the most part, it's, yeah, it happens everywhere, you know, and so, um, but it, for the most part, yeah, it's pretty, yeah. I mean, it's quiet, especially the little neighborhood I live in, you know, it's a lot of, uh, you know, there's some younger people moving in, but a lot of older people yeah, still, yeah. you know, and uh, it's, uh, it's just quiet. Like yeah. I, we, we party on my back. Uh, patio, but oh, yeah. like you're the one making all the noise. Yeah, I'm the one making all the noise. I mean, for sure, you know. And, and but I'm pretty uh, sensitive to that. Hey, let's let's turn it down a little, you know. Yeah. Try to try to be the gracious neighbor, but never, you know, never, never, never always work. The neighbor comes by, and is like, "Don't get mad, just come on in." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you into uh, you know, uh, just whiskey again, whiskey in general. Are you into any like scotches or? So I started, uh, and, and in fact, the uh, Texas whiskey from Balcony that I brought tonight, which is Brimstone, really, I get a lot of smokiness, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, old campfire type really? smoke, yeah. you know, and, and it's probably my favorite from them. And I was like, well, if if I think I like smoke this much, yeah. then, you know, let's see what these, I knew these, these peated yeah. single malts, you know. Uh, scotches were were known to be smoky, you know, and uh, so I jumped right in and got a bottle of Ardbeg Ten, which is, whoo, <laughs> it is smoky, yeah. and uh, it's like licking the inside of a chimney. Damn. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> and I'm not saying in a bad way. I appreciate it for for what it is. You yeah. know, it's something unique and different. But it's uh, for somebody that's just starting to get into whiskey yeah it's, it's I, not for them yeah, yeah i wouldn't think so but yeah. heck i don't know there's a lot of scotch drink i mean there's a lot of people out there that drink scotch that don't really you know fuck with the bourbon and and stuff too much yeah. like they're just straight scotch drinkers you i know? do and, like uh and, and correct me if i'm saying this wrong i do like chivas uh-huh uh, i like that a lot i like the chivas and then there's another one uh can't think of it right now but uh there's another one fuck i can't think of the name of that scotch I don't drink that one much, obviously. Yeah, uh, the, the Chivas is one you know I drink. It's a little expensive, but mm-hmm. you know I drink it. Yeah, I've I've recently gotten into um, rum. Really? As well, there's a there's a high end rum. You know, <laughs> I got rum at the house. Remember? Yeah, I do yeah. That. I brought a bottle of uh, Foursquare, which is uh, made down in Barbados. Come on, and um, it's uh, you know a lot of rums aren't 
very strong as yeah. far as proof point, you know. But this one, I think, was bought at, at uh, 96 proof. Mm. So, um, you know, packs a little bit of punch in a run, but, but they're very sweet. Obviously, they're made from, you know, sugar cane or molasses. Yeah. So they're, they're very sweet, but it's still, they're, they're aging them like bourbon, you know, in, yeah. in, in cast for a really long time. I think this one's like maybe 10 or 11 years. Mm, you know, so nice. it's different, yeah. but it, to be appreciated for sure. So yeah. I don't know. There's a tequila world out there, too, you oh, know, no. which <laughs> I just I've never ventured out into that one. Man, I've said, man, uh, back to that wedding I mentioned. Uh, <laughs> so I went to uh, I went to a liquor store. I was late for the wedding. Late as late as hell. Yeah. But um, I had to get him a wedding gift. Right. Mm-hmm. So I go in this liquor store and it's like a mom and pop liquor store. I'm like, look, man, I need the the most expensive bottle you got in this fucking place. <laughs> you know, he poured out some tequila. I didn't know it cost that much. Yeah, you know? yeah. He poured out some shit that was like 800 bucks. So oh, like, I'm, like, man. I'm like, what? No. Yeah. You know, I, I think it was along the lines of like 500, but it was high as hell. You know, oh, I, no, I had we to. Do. Yeah, we, we've got one. That's <laughs> I had to tone it down a bit. 1800 a bottle. And there's people that buy it. There's that's there's. What what is yeah. the what do you call something that's eighteen hundred dollars? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man. Yeah. No, it's 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 shocking. You know. Yeah. Uh, how much bottles can? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it don't matter. Pick. Hey, so- oh, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm clever, good with man. anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that that tequila, some of that shit gets costly. I'm like, damn, I didn't know it was that high. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of it. I mean, it's just. Uh, Ooh, I'll take that. Yeah, this is. Yeah. A little something. Yeah, before you uh, showed up, Bravo, uh, Mike was telling me he was into the craft uh, beer community as well, you know, like big into craft beers and whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. Always so, a pleasure to meet another fellow connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't. Um, we should have had you here for the HCX Beer Dude episode. Yeah. That would have been nice. Those are some Oh, dude, those were, those were, but again, with him and Rafael Ruiz, it's like the, their stories, you know, and their past is like mine's completely like I've. <laughs> straight laced you know like yeah. <laughs> i ain't never been in handcuffs you know i've gotten like one speeding ticket in my life you know like yeah. i'm as clean as it can be but uh those uh great stories from from both those guys yeah. with with how they got to where they are and it's you know man you're never down and out Nah, you know, and my, you can my, reinvent yourself. The whole reason for me, like, just starting a podcast was, um, it's funny because, like, uh, it, you know, it's, it's a, I've heard similar stories from other podcasters. Uh, I was sitting at a bar, you know, just having a beer, like we always do, me and Bravo, like mm-hmm. Bravo and I, and, uh, you know, just having conversations with different people. Mm-hmm. And they were all interesting people, yeah, you know? For sure. Um, and then, you know, you get this, you hit this mark like COVID or whatever it is, quarantine. You see podcast. You you watch podcasts or listen to them. Oh, you yeah. see like it's just peaking. You know, so many people are doing it now. Mm-hmm. I was like, shit, man. I was watching CNN one day. It was like, I think I might just like call a buddy and then hit record and record our conversation. Yeah. You know, and drink a beer while doing yeah. it. 
you know, and that's what got me into the realm or the world of podcasting. You know? Yeah, you got to like hearing sto- like p- you guys stories. Yeah, you got to realize you got to start, you know, somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, just make that and just do it, you know, and that's it. That's and that's it. something like, you know, Rogan's always kind of preached back in, you know, when I was listening to him. The, uh, you know, the just, podfather. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the podfather for sure. I mean, it's just. Besides, uh, what's his name? Howard Stern. Yeah. Stern. Howard Stern. Besides oh, Stern. Doing a radio thing, yeah. 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 Um, Brogan started fairly. I mean, I think it was like, was it like maybe 2008 or I nine? Say, yeah, it was early. It was like I went back and watched uh, some of his earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. And it was like the be- beginning of YouTube when oh. he started. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, but honestly, people don't uh, realize YouTube isn't that old. I think we had this conversation. YouTube is, uh, it's not, I don't think it's any older than like 15 years or something. It's, yeah. it's not that old. I remember when it first came. Yeah, was- yeah no, I mean, it's 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 not at all. But I mean, technology in general yeah. isn't that old when True. you think about True. how long people have been here, you know, and then here in the last 25, you know, I've. I'm part of that generation. I remember what it's like not to have a cell phone. You're carrying a suitcase. <laughs> suitcase. Yeah, look, uh, I just I had to fact check it, everybody. <laughs> yeah. YouTube, uh, it came out in uh, February 14th of 2005. It's 15 years old. 2005, yeah. A little Dude, older. how's it feel being just almost twice as old as YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, hey, I'm three times as old, so watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's not that you know it's not that old, and um, you know when it, it started, and then you you start something like a podcast early on. Like I commend those guys, the mm-hmm. Rogans. Um, there's there's several other guys, you know, they because honestly they got on and they just were, they were shooting the shit with friends, and then I mean look at Rogan now, the yeah. magnitude and the size of his audience. Oh, it's it's crazy. It's it's, it's it's power. I mean, and he had to talk about this on a recent podcast about coming to the realization that he's an influencer yeah he's huge mm, you yeah. know and yeah. and that's definitely not what he really ever intended right but he's not going to change what he does either you oh, know no. and, and, and that, that's what i appreciate about him like he had, he just recently had alex jones uh, on again yeah you know i'm sure you, oh yeah you watch that yeah, one, right? I love alex jones. <laughs> i mean you know and alex jones does not hold back no <laughs> no whether you believe in everything he says or I not i believed every uh, everybody listening i believed every fucking thing he said yeah, <laughs> yeah. i want to make that crystal clear yeah so so did i <laughs> yeah and, for sure and i mean it's it's uh but what I love about Rogan is is he has, you know, somebody like Alex Jones, which people would say, is, you know, this far right, you know, wacko. But then he has people like Tulsi Gabbard and oh, yeah. and uh, Bernie she sh- Sanders. She should have been president, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> I mean, I feel like it looked like the Democratic Party sabotaged yeah. everybody else, you know, for Right. Biden and, and whether, you know, what you believe is whether that was to be a puppet or whatever, you know, um, it's it may be, you know, happening. Mm-hmm. And um, I wouldn't I didn't vote for Trump 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I didn't. I voted for Gary Johnson, the governor of New Mexico. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Because <laughs> he said he would legalize weed. So. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but 
he's uh he's not one of them. No. He's not a politician. And I feel like the system's been corrupt for a while. Yeah. And did he go about everything the best way? Did did he help endear himself to the American people? No, I don't think so. But I wouldn't have minded seeing what four more years would have looked like, you know. Um, but, you know, we'll see. It's, yeah, I just I think uh, uh, there's a there's a group of people that are really good at making shit look so appealing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's blinding the fuck out of majority of America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like and they can they, they're like, hey, look over here. Yeah. They're doing something over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it's working for them. Yeah. You know, and that's dangerous as shit. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it's so dangerous. It's it's very dangerous. And, uh, man, we live in, in in crazy times, you know, but, yes. yeah. you know. It's like they're, it's like they're pick, I guess, pickpocketers is a word. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I'm going to distract you over here so yeah. I can fucking take from here. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, and that's, yeah. that's what's going on. Yeah. You know? Or they so. baffle you with the bullshit and you're like, looks good on paper. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Honestly, man, like with everything going on, I don't want to get political, but fuck it. Uh, everything going on with uh, this the election currently, I don't know what's going to happen. I just hope we can, you know, have a good for whatever happens. I hope we can have a good four years. <laughs> me, me too. Or a good rest of our lives. Definitely. Um, <laughs> you know, remember what it means to be American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're still very fortunate to live in this country. Absolutely. You know, yeah. um, I, I think about that all the time, you know, being born into somebody else's body that had to grow up and, you know, just the, the worst of, you know, civil war or, or yeah. Whatever, just constant strife, right. you know, and and then makes you appreciate what you got. But could it be better? I believe so. Yeah. But you <laughs> yeah. know, it's one of them things. Yeah, it's man. When you're talking about that much power, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. people want it. It gets and, weird. Yeah, it gets <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, I will say. I mean, there's certain eras that I'd like to go back and like visit. But I will say, I think now is a better time than any. You know, because we have so much access to so many different things. Yeah. You know, but I'm I'm not going to lie. There's like late 60s. I'd love to go back and chill for a good week, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you That'd know? be cool. Mm, might have been a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, uh, I would love, man. I would love that shit. So late 60s. There's different, there's different eras that I'd love to go back and visit, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Yeah. I think that's what's, you know, I mean, I remember a time where, I mean, it was a lot simpler, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. I mean, look, cell phones change the game. Yeah. For humanity. For like, sure. Yeah. It, sure. They change the game. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to go further, you know, computers in general, whatever. Well, now know. this I damn think thing it was, is a computer. I think computer. it was you that told me, it was like, dude, you, do you realize how crazy and easy it is to access anything you want right Literally, in your hand? Literally, whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. In the palm of our... It's this like you know conspiracy theories about like them putting chips in us and shit. Yeah, uh, you don't. They don't have to put a chip in us because we have this in our hand all day every That's day. That's what it was. Yeah, this yeah. is you know what I'm saying. That's what it was. Like, yeah. yeah, that this is we have access 
to anything. Yeah. And the, the scary part, I know we're going super left in the episode. But, uh, <laughs> well, you kind of tripped me out that night. You messaged me. He was like, dude, they got facial recognition and all this stuff yeah, and everything. Well, I was yeah. Like, yeah, when I turn my phone on, I look at it and I can unlock it. It's fucking crazy. But uh, the scary part is, uh, you know, whenever, even when I was growing up, I'm, I turned 30 next Tuesday. Uh, when I was coming up, it was a privilege to get on a desktop and access the internet. Now mm-hmm. kids are 10 years old and they have access to the internet. Yeah. They got MacBooks and it's, iPads. And, they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have so uh, they have the same access you and I have. Yeah. And that's dangerous. Uh, you know? Look, I think it's pretty easy to believe in that technology will ultimately be the end of downfall oh, of man. Yeah. I, the I downfall of, of humanity. humanity. I say it all the time. Yeah. You know, it's going to help us evolve and accelerate, but it's also going to going to fucking destroy us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's going gonna, to, you know, like eventually this thing's going to have legs and arms. And, oh, uh, yeah. You won't, <laughs> you won't have to, to get out of bed. <laughs> you, know nah, I mean? you know, these smartphones are making us dumb. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. But it also gives you the access for people like us that are looking for, more more knowledge mm, right, you know right, right, and right. and without it we wouldn't have that mm-hmm. and uh so That's you true. know yeah. it's it's a double-edged sword for sure yeah but, mm-hmm. um i'm glad it's here yeah you know i mean life's a wild ride we'll see what happens you know but, <laughs> yeah, right yeah. uh whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen yeah yeah uh, sure. you know so <laughs> just gotta ride that wave yeah you just gotta ride it out you <laughs> yeah. know so what's in store for Mr. Mike in the, the coming months, years? Man, <laughs> well, they talk about uh, how busy yeah. the holidays are. And so, um, you know, we're getting a taste of that last month leading up to Halloween and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. so, maybe, maybe we can get a peek behind the curtain. Any kind of special bottles or brands yeah, coming through? Any hidden gems? Yeah. I, I would need to peek behind that curtain with y'all because I don't know. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. Sorry they're, for everybody who's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> they're pretty tight lipped about a lot of that stuff Damn. and and they know what they're doing. Yeah. You know? So uh but he's he's always doing something, man. So I yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there was something still else to come. But you know, um I guess I'll have to have my wife in line waiting for me. Yeah, you know? yeah that's, right. <laughs> that's how you know it's bad. Is that bottle pick? I don't know if I said this earlier. If I'm repeat myself, but I had my wife waiting Port Natchez line for my bottle. Oh no, you didn't tell us this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, on the up and up. Yeah. Like you know, so when I got to my store and I said, "Hey, I have this many bottles. It's not this many bottles minus my bottle because I want that store pick." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so she went and waited in line for me for like two and a half hours. Oh, she's a trooper. Yeah, important H's <laughs> to get that bottle for. And her. that, so, ladies and gentlemen, is love. Yeah. <laughs> so love you, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> well, if the I love whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's. I don't know. It becomes almost addicting, not in a alcoholic sense, but just no, you just know, the just the hunt the and the, yeah, it's a it's a cool hobby right. that um, appreciate the craftsmanship. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and and how much? And I'm sure y'all probably experienced this in the, with craft beer, but how much your palate changes and evolves and matures? You know the the you know when I first started sipping, it, it was on ice. You know I could yeah. you know some of the I mean, it was too hot. 
you know, it was like I wasn't used to drinking that kind of stuff. And now, like, neat, it's huh? just neat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, well, you know, 145 proof, you know. That's crazy. I was, I was telling Corey, I was like, you know what? I'm thinking about going vegan, you know, just so I can reset my palate, you know. Yeah. yeah. See how it goes to traveling around different. Because I got, you know, family who's down south and things like that. You can taste yeah. all things. You come back home and just like, man, I can't taste this. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, it was this guy. He got me into uh, IP. I never liked IPAs. It's yeah. too hoppy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, he got me into it. So, yeah, but palate has definitely changed, you know. Mm -hmm. Now I can drink, like, Rodeo Clowns, which is like a double yeah, IPA. Yeah, double IPA from Carbock. Yeah. yeah. I'm working <laughs> my way up to that. You, when you gave me that Rodeo Clown, I was like, mm, I'm on the fence. Uh, <laughs> I'll yeah, be honest with you. I've only had two beers that I would say I won't drink again. And mm. I've had, I imagine at this point, hundreds and hundreds of yeah. different beers. And that's Heineken. <laughs> And Corona, my man. Uh, Heineken, <laughs> Heineken's got a like a like a weird taste. It's, to yeah, it. I don't. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, is it? It has to be. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't. Pe the people that like Heineken love that shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know? they do. They're they're loyal. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, how do you drink this? Yeah. all day or in a six pack or I whatever. Hate to sound too yeah. harsh, but it's like if you're gonna serve me a Heineken, just, just don't. Lose the coaster. Just put it on a shingle for me. <laughs> yeah. Put it in that can behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. a not a fan. Nah, not even Beck's. I don't like Beck's that Beck's beer. I'm I'm not a fan of that either. Yeah, I when the IPAs and, and the stuff started coming out, like really evolving, like I jumped on that train pretty quickly. Like I've always kind of been like where are the edges of this craft? Right. You know. Uh, I, I know where the the beginning is, yeah. you know. Um, not although I've never really drank light beer, um, but if if I'm hanging out at the beach or throwing washers and eating crawfish, something like that, and I'm at a buddy's house and always got his Miller Lite, yeah, you'll have mm, one. I'll drink it. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, no, I, I I did realize, you know, just with the the craft community, uh, once you get into that that world. You really don't want a Bud Light or a Budweiser. Or no. You don't want any of that anymore, no. you know? Mm -mm. <laughs> the only time it really would happen is, like, you know, I'd show up buddy's house like us oh, i'm only gonna drink a six pack like i need to leave after i drink that six yeah. pack <laughs> and then I, that six pack's gone and it's like all right yeah. what you got in the fridge yeah, right. <laughs> actually i want to ask you this what was your your beer that you always drank and then your first ipa ruined that beer for you and all you had to do is drink that ipa because i mean it happened to me and it sucked yeah that's a good question um I don't know. Um, Miller, Miller Lite? No, really the beer that I drank the most of pre-IPAs was Shiner. Really? Yeah. 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 Every, I mean, on my back patio, I've got the Shiner signs and neons and stuff yeah. like that. That's and uh, yeah. I love, like, grew up loving Shiner, still love Shiner. Yeah. You like uh, Ziggabuck? I do. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a... I like that when you go to like a music festival, either they'll have this product or this product. Yeah, like right. You know, and so sometimes I'll go places where all they have is Ziegenbach, and yeah. I appreciate that they have that, and so I don't have to get a light beer or something like that. You know, of course, now at stadiums, you can probably get just about whatever the hell you want, yeah. you know, if you're willing to spend the money for it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll hand it over, huh? Yeah. <laughs> have you tried the Shiner Blonde? I have yet to try that. I have had the blonde, and uh, I like it. 
uh, again, I, I, it's, I find beer, even IPAs, I'm the kind of guy that can drink, you know, six to eight IPAs, you know, and just enjoy, just them. keep going. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, it's probably not good for my liver. But uh, we'll cross that bridge when it comes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We go to the uh, Mexican restaurant, and I brag that you know I hold the record for the most jumbo margaritas, you know, drink. <laughs> yeah. And so, oh yeah, fish bowls and all. Yeah. Right? But um, I saw this quote, man. It said, uh, "I wish I had. I wish I could trade my heart for a liver so I could drink more and care less." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I think oh, I found yeah. what I'm going to put on my tombstone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put this on my tombstone. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. Well, we appreciate having you on. I'm so glad you, we got to link up. For everybody uh, listening, uh, just a little backstory. We walked into uh, Bravo, and I walked into Longhorn Liquor, and uh, uh, Mike greeted us, you know, and then we, we got down the whiskey aisle, and we had like a, what, 30-minute 20, yeah. 30 minute long oh, conversation. 30 minutes. And you know, I was like, oh, hey, man, we need to uh, be By in the, the way, studio. Yeah. <laughs> we need to be doing this shit in the studio. I think <laughs> Rogan somehow came up and yeah, you're like, oh, shit, you like Rogan? You know, and it's like, like yeah. no, uh, what it was, I was looking for a bottle of, I think Manhattan, but they didn't have it. So we got the old fashioned. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and he started really like schooling us and knowledge, giving us all this knowledge about bourbons yeah. and whiskeys. Uh, and then we mentioned that ACX uh, beer dude, uh, he made those, his old fashions, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he yeah. made that syrup out that's of one so, of the beers. Yeah, that simple syrup. Yeah. yeah. So I heard y'all talking. Yeah. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. good. Because he's, he's a chef as well. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I, that, that's what was fascinating. Yeah. You know, um, him and, and again, the the. One with Chef Rafael Ruiz, yeah, like just both riveting, yeah. you know. Um, and you know, I was never in that part of it, but like being in the catering business, you know, and stuff like that, it's uh, it can be stressful. Oh, at for times. sure. Well, and, I mean, you understand just food in general; it's a cut, it's cutthroat. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like it's yeah, a, it's a different world. But those guys, I mean, they are. Yeah, they're killing. I took a more laid back approach. I was doing corporate catering, you know, like yeah. grab these big jobs, work for, you know, two or three months, take a little time off, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. But they, they're grinders. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah. Um, it's like with Chef Raphael Ruiz with Finch Hutton. I mean, that's literally like, that's him. Yeah. You know, he's, he's embodied. And into that restaurant, you know. I think it took uh, very much so. Honestly, yeah. my honest opinion, like you know, and we, uh, him and I talked about it off record. I think it took people a little bit longer to understand, like a fine dining, uh, chef, restaurant chef, uh, you know, for them to accept him. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, you know what I'm saying. Like now with the new restaurant, it's doing it's doing well, you mm-hmm. know, and. People are familiar with who he is, you know, but it's like now they fully understand, you know, what comes with being a fine dining chef. You know, it's not a pretty, it's ugly. You know, his personal life can be super fucking ugly. You know what I'm saying? Well, you see a lot of those chefs, they they suffer the same fate, 
you know, oh, just, for sure. you know, burnout sure. and and for sure <laughs> turn turn to a life of darkness, like much like they did, but maybe never come out of it, right? You yeah. know, and so yeah, it's there's there's some harsh realities to that yeah, that yeah. life. It's it's crazy you mentioned that because uh, I straight up I said I asked HCX Beer Dude about that. I said, yo, like how is it or why is it that you guys have like the exact same life? Yeah, you know, you go through like some ugly shit. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're just monsters in the kitchen. You know? Yeah. Like, how does that work? You know? Yeah. That's, it's bizarre. Yeah. I'd love to, well, I mean, with, with Chef Ruiz, I mean, it was, you know, hearing the, the whole backstory of him, you know, knocking on the back door at, yeah. you know, when mm-hmm. he was 13, oh. 16, whatever. Yeah, and his, his life, it's that, that episode, I told you, like, I, I left, uh, like, I, listening to it and then leaving. My mouth was, on, my, my jaw was mm-hmm. on the floor. Yeah. You know, like, I had the same experience last time on the car. I was like, oh, like I was riveted. I was yeah. like, man, I wanted to, to see how it unfolded, you yeah. know. And, and so can really commend people that, you know, they take like all this neg- negativity or like a negative past and just turn it into a positive. You yeah. Know? You use that for fuel to the fire, mm-hmm. you know. For sure. Yeah. There's yeah. a guy, um, David Goggins. Uh, I watched <sighs> a lot of his. Oh, so you know, yeah, you're uh-huh. familiar. Dude, yeah, he just said he just literally told us he's on YouTube all the time. Yeah. Like us. <clears throat> he, you know, his, is there a more motivating no. guy than that? No, absolutely not. That guy is a monster. A monster. <laughs> Actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's where I got the quote from: "Burn the boats." Really? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, he, he'll, yeah. he'll say, "Merry Christmas." <laughs> yeah, bro, he's man. I watch his Instagram and YouTube videos every day. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime like I'm feeling discouraged, mm-hmm. you know, or I want to make an excuse for something, mm-hmm. watch one of everybody listen. Watch a David Goggins video. You won't complain about anything ever again. It's a good habit to get into. Yeah. I mean, I mean to to fill your mind with that every day with his positive message. Yeah, you know, he's, you continually filled your mind with that. Like, yeah, you know, that's that's the way you're gonna. It may take you a while to get going. I don't know. That's yeah. why I tell people it just took it me a while. Pretty, yeah, <laughs> it could be pretty problemsome because I remember like listening to it while I make breakfast, and all of a sudden I've got like 75 flapjacks up on the counter. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to make the shit out of these pancakes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Everybody yeah. getting breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. You Slaying want a waffle? Yeah. 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 Oh man, this is random as shit. So, and I don't know how. Well, no, I actually fact checked it. It's it's true as fuck. Uh, speaking of waffles, um, what? vanilla vanilla extract. You guys, do you guys know anything about vanilla extract? It's disgusting. No, it's. <laughs> it, uh, I drank it out of the bottle once. <laughs> oh god, well yeah. it comes from the the anus of a beaver. I beg your pardon. Yeah. yeah, like that, and I didn't. I, I so so I um I was like on Facebook you know looking looking mm. at shit, and uh somebody said it, and I was like, man, that's some bullshit. So I kept scrolling. Then I went back and said, what did I just read? I'll go back, you know, and I read it and I fact checked it, and this is very true. Yeah, you know. So the next time so you're you eat a waffle, think about it's that. not vanilla extract; yeah. it's beaver extract. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Yeah, you know, it's random as shit, but I had to put put it out there. It's definitely an interesting fact. Yeah. <laughs> One I did not know. Yeah. Go look at that Bucky's. Uh, yeah. A lot different. Yeah. I mean, shit, it's, it's kind of odd, but hey, I like waffles, ice cream. I like all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Now it's, I know why yeah. it tastes so gross. <laughs> By itself. That's oh, good, man. Yeah, all the, all the good tasting shit is bad for you. You know, yeah. I mean, I, 
I don't know. I appreciate, I mean, a nice salad or yeah. steak and, and something like that. But I appreciate butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the fast food. You know, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. that's, that's really. So it's it's convenient, but uh, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> you know, so. just the pro just process shit is just so bad for you. Oh yeah, and you know. we know it, but yet we still yeah know, partake. You yeah, know? it's I mean it's it's engineered to taste good. Yeah, you know it. That's why it tastes good. Yeah, you know they know what they're doing. That's yeah. that's what I was so thankful about quarantine. You know, to. to actually like shut off and shut down like you're just like you know covid it was everything going on the past month six seven months yeah. and you, you actually got a chance to get away from if you chose to turn your phone off or, or stay away from you mm -hmm. get away from processed food and also processed media or whatever you have yeah for sure and yeah. you know and then finally yeah. when things start opening back up you go try to get a cheeseburger and you realize how bad a stomach ache you got and you can't yeah. you can't handle it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely, uh, you know, like I said, there was some good that came out of all this COVID mess. Like, you, you know, us being at home, you, you had time with family, uh, you cook at home, you know what I'm saying? You learn a little bit more about mm. yourself that you didn't know. In my yeah. mind, the chance to talk with Mike and the birth of this idea, because I remember like two and three in the morning whenever you were working, you're like, dude, I think I'm going to start a podcast. And I was like, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, yeah, we are with you, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. I it's mean, it's such a pleasure. It's uh, yeah. something I thought about you know in the past i mean you i think anybody that you yeah do it, man honestly anybody that that is that big into it you know like it's like shit i can talk why not you know? why not why not have your own you know like, yeah we watch them all day like why not have your own show yeah so, you know it'd be cool i'd have to carve out some time i don't oh, know if yeah. i have that <laughs> <laughs> no yeah it's uh yeah i think it's a cool platform oh for sure you know? and it's it's growing mm. you know? oh yeah it's growing so much you know but mm -hmm. what's what's awesome about it is we all have you know different personalities we all have like stories you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying and we can you know just have people on you know with stories you know just sort of trade and yeah you know what i'm saying like swap so it, well, it's, it's cool. just yeah completely organic yeah you know and just like, so many different ways you could go about having the podcast too you could be just you mm -hmm. you know you could have guests co-host whatever you yeah know? there's there's many different ways you know i, I kind of always like what rogan did you know with yeah. just you know kind of always doing it just his way yeah. you know um it's uh you know people thought i guess with the spotify deal or something like that that maybe that would change you know things. somewhat have an impact on his creativity or the guests that he has on and and yeah. whatnot but you know he had Alex Jones on. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, three times. times. Yeah. 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 But here yeah. lately, you know, when in the midst of everything going on. Yeah. That's a pretty fiery guest right there. Oh, you know? yeah, for sure. My, my whole thing with it, um, and I've noticed with some some of the guests uh, that come on, you know, like off record, we'll talk. I've talked for up to like two hours before recording, mm -hmm. you know, and we'll talk and, uh, you know, they, they're, they just uh unravel you know it just unleash but then we go on record and they sort of like just like change every, you know alter mm -hmm. things and i tell them before going on like yo i'm gonna get on personally and say whatever the fuck i want to say mm -hmm. so i want you to do the same thing you know what i'm saying yeah. like, i want it to be organic i want it to be natural yeah um and that that's what i appreciate about the space is we're not censored you know yeah. no radio uh programming can can censor or edit anything i don't want censored yeah. out you know you can literally get on and do whatever you want so yeah 
it's a it's a nice space yeah for sure it's um you know it goes so many different directions yeah. you know i've uh you know listened to the the health nuts out there, yeah, you know, oh, the yeah. carnivore diet, you know, if you're familiar, you know, like Dr. Paul Saladino, which mm -hmm. Rogan had on here pretty recently, you yeah. know, like that's fascinating. Listen to, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it's just so much you can learn. Absolutely. You yeah. know, so many different niches, yeah. different types of podcasts. You now know? having the mm -hmm. discipline mm -hmm. to <laughs> instill those good habits, you know, like, that's the challenging part. That's the challenging part. Yeah. You know. Yeah, uh, man. <clears throat> it's a discipline. It made me think of, uh, I like Eric Thomas's podcast. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. Eric mm -hmm. Thomas. Call him the motivational preacher, man. That guy's amazing. Yeah. That's another one. Make you 75 pancakes, put them out in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> motivational preacher? Yeah, he's very mm -hmm. Christian. Mm-hmm. Jam-up guy when it comes to, the, to motivating you. Yeah. It's... Uh, I find some of that. Rogan has a couple of videos out there that are oh. kind of inspiring as well. And then yeah. Jocko Willink, you know. Jocko, for sure. Yeah. 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 So uh, Colin, Colin Noir, I think is how you say his last name. Uh, he's a he's a big guns guy. He likes guns. <laughs> uh, but he's a uh, he's pretty uh, intelligent. You know, he's he's got a lot of good things to say. Mm -hmm. He's another good guy to look into. Yeah. yeah. There's a. If you want to learn about whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you go. There's a couple of cool guys outside of Austin. Uh, the Whiskey Vault. They've got like a, uh, a some, like a whiskey school over there yeah. where it teaches you, you know, how to nose it or taste it, or if you want to become like a sommelier nice. of whiskey, you know, for so much. But it's uh, they do. They've got a YouTube channel. It's pretty popular where they review different whiskeys there's a there's another guy on youtube i think it's two guys but the guy that i kept seeing uh so he's, he's like a bald guy he's got a big beard and he it's like a whiskey school of like marketing yeah whiskey school of marketing that's it uh dan okay. and rex okay uh, okay yeah, yeah 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 daniel he's the bald guy with the big beard yeah. super intriguing man. yeah so they've got a couple of different like uh youtube channels one called like the whiskey tribe and one called the whiskey whiskey vault. tribe yeah, yeah 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 and so like on the vault that's where they're doing like reviews of you know yeah. different just off they have like rare whiskey friday where it's like somebody sent them a random bottle some from some small distillery yeah. in podunk america you know and they review it <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know and it's like oh that's you know i find it my wife doesn't find it as entertaining as I do. <laughs> yeah, I found it thoroughly entertaining. When I watched it for, I caught myself watching it for like probably two and a half, three hours. Yeah. You know, the other day. Yeah. yeah. Just different videos, you know. It was, yeah, it was super entertaining. We wake up. She makes the coffee. <laughs> you know, we, uh, we're coffee snobs, so we French press it. And, and you <laughs> oh, know. Oh, man, hang on. we got to have that conversation. Yeah. Story. <laughs> and she lets the dogs out to go potty and i get out of bed and i come in and get a cup of coffee and put on youtube and start watching whiskey review videos <laughs> you know and that's what she watches oh, yeah. for we do that pretty much two hours every morning <laughs> yeah you know? that's the ritual huh? yeah so that's the ritual ass. so yeah but um yeah a lot of information i feel like you know uh i mean there's people out there obviously that no way more than i do I'm, yeah. i mean i'm still somewhat of a newbie that's just kind of taking this crash course yeah you know and wanting to learn and absorb as much about it as i can for sure and um it definitely so, helps being around it every day you know yeah i mean that's what 
again, I wasn't, you know, coming off some good stuff with the with the catering. I was prepared to wait a while, yeah. you know, and, and then this opportunity came across and I was like, and I love whiskey and bourbon. Like, you know, <laughs> if I'm going to have to take a job somewhere in the future, if the catering doesn't bump back up, like I've always swore I was going to be happy doing what I had to do for a living. Right. And um, I love bourbon. <laughs> let's Make go, it easy. You know, and so yeah. let's go run a liquor store, you yeah. know, and, and be around it and get to meet guys like y'all, you know, that, yeah. that we can just automatically have a connection and then sit down and yeah. probably talk. For there's there's yeah. no better feeling. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when was, you run into people and you just immediately connect with them. Yeah. You know, and have however long conversations. It's yeah. Like, you know, it's there's no better feeling. Well, when you... T- said earlier that you believe everything Alex Jones said I knew for sure you know so because yep. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people not like us <laughs> yeah yeah no, sure. no it's a small group you know but look this is I always subscribe to this train of th- I don't I don't know a fucking thing hey man <laughs> I, I don't know nothing I say that all the time yeah man. I say that all the I fucking just, time I'm trying to just gather bits of information as we go along and, exactly. and, and create an opinion, but exactly. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. You know? I say that. It's crazy you say that. Yeah. I say that all the time. Right. I don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I do. Eventually we can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And I do like, you know, learning new shit, you know, new things, you know, just having bits and pieces of information on everything, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to learning so much shit about one thing. Yeah, you know, like yeah. uh, like just grabbing and it's like a buffet. Yeah, you know, I get fixated. Like when when the whiskey started, it was like that was it for like <laughs> yeah probably six months. But what's what's fascinating about whiskey is you can I mean you could be sitting have sipping whiskey with someone the topics and subjects that will yeah. come up. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever you're you know sure. sipping with them, like yeah, it's talk a, about everything. It's it's social, you know, there's a social aspect to it, you know, uh, but much like sitting around drinking some IPA or, you know, craft beer, you know, sitting around just, it's just relaxing, you know, and knocks the edge off, knocks the edge off, lets you lay back, have a good time, enjoy your friends, enjoy your situation, be blessed, you know, feel blessed for, for what you do have instead of always focusing on what you don't have. Yeah. You know, sure. And uh, find happiness. Yeah. However, in whatever form that may be. Yeah. You Amen. know, it, it's not the same for everybody. Nah. You know, some people want million dollar homes and 15 cars. And I don't want the stress that comes with that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if I can retire in the hill country with my wife and, a little cabin with the two dogs, man. I'll be, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, man. Same. If I, you know, just a little a small little spot, maybe a garage full of like old school JDM vehicles, like Japanese cars. Yeah. But other than that, I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's all I need. A couple of Nissans. <laughs> yeah, that's the bad thing about collecting whiskey is eventually I'm gonna have to move all that whiskey, yeah. and, you know, and package each of them up and yeah. you know box and it's gonna eventually not anytime yeah. soon you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah. have to make your little whiskey vault man yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would be sweet yeah. like i was looking at this picture earlier today that's like you know it's modest little house you know but like 
50 foot out its back door was like a shed, like one, almost like one of these sheds you see at like Home Depot or something like yeah. that. And, but they had this thing tricked out on the inside as this really? bar with like LED lights and, uh, you know, all this like backlit cabinets with all these whiskeys and stuff yeah. in there. And I mean, it was, it was dope. Cool oh, it was. I've seen like some of these, uh, there was at a point in time where I would YouTube uh, videos of like uh, tiny homes. Oh, yeah. Some of these like uh, contain shipping containers. Yeah. Oh man, it's yeah. Crazy. Like, yo, you know, like yeah. there, there like was a, like a Connex. Yeah, well, there was like uh, like you know, like the pods and shit like that. You know, yeah, something? yeah. Like they one video, they were stacked on top of each other. It was like yeah. an apartment complex. Yeah, you know, but like it was, a two story. Yeah. yeah, and it was like a tiny home, but yeah. it, was, it was fascinating. And now they've got them so like fantastic. You go out towards Fredericksburg and Austin area and out yeah. there, yeah, like right, they've right. got parks where that's all it is. They they man, rent out. That's so and cool. Yeah, man. it's it's again art. Yeah, you, you know? know, somebody had to come up with that idea and. Yeah. Uh, you know, God bless whoever did. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, it's a cool idea. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, like right there going into Lumberton, like on what is it, sixty nine ninety six and two eighty seven North. You see those like little shed deals, and they like look really nice, but they're really small and everything. Yeah, and yeah. I, I see it and I think to myself, and I was like, you know what, I could probably live in one of those. Yeah, you can't, straight up, no, for, you can't. for sure. Yeah. yeah where the roof is and everything like building like a little bungalow up there and well, yeah. what like what it makes me think of is like uh you guys remember the movie uh the matrix like uh -huh. remember how just like uh in reality i mean you know they wore shit clothes you know it was like uh they lived minimal but uh -huh. then you're like in this like other world you know the internet for us it'd be the internet yeah you know but right. i feel like that's where we're headed you know what i'm saying like everybody is going we're gonna be inside more you know so yeah like Physically, everything won't really matter too much uh, because we're always in this thing. Yeah. You know, like I've, I've always thought I have different theories on it. <laughs> no. And, and as do I, like, I, I, I don't know what the hell's going on. But if you told me that the Matrix was the way shit was going to go down. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have to convince me very hard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. OK. Like, yeah. It was I, I mean. Great movies, by the way. Oh, I mean, that first yeah. one was like, I mean, one. at that time was just so thought provoking, kind of, and, yeah, you right. know, yeah. um, and uh, it was definitely ahead of its time. Yeah. 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 I mean, from the, the, you know, whatever they call the, the, the video yeah. and the, the, you know, with the bullet time and all that, like they were pushing the edges, I guess, of like, of, you of know, the technology uh, they had. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever technology they had at that time. But, yeah, um, yeah. But just the overall story. Yeah. You know. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I think it's so funny that, you know, Rogan's, you know, new studio is called The Red Pill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah okay, good. I see what you did we there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we see what's going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, Mike, man, we're... Shit, we did an hour and a half. We appreciate you coming on, man. I'm ready to taste some of this this good stuff you got down over there in that corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's, let's get to it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if I go out of mic range for a second, forgive me. <laughs> Y'all want neat or um, on the rocks? I'll take neat for sure. Okay. Likewise. Huh? <laughs> Likewise. I'll go, I'll go neat. Uh, any last words, everybody? Anybody? No, man. Just thank y'all so much for... Uh, no, nah, man, the... we appreciate you coming. Exactly. Yeah, on, well, 
I mean, look, it wasn't hard to convince me. You, know, <laughs> well, I mean, you really made the experience actually walking into the Longhorn. Uh, in exactly. Lumberton. Yeah. I like, did. If you, if anybody out there wants to have like a really good hometown feel, yeah. And you know, feel that hospitality. If anybody wants to come up and help you and just find yeah, what you need, I, I don't always point people to the, the. I mean, I don't. I rarely point them to the highest dollar bottles you know it's like i want people to have a good experience for sure you know and somebody goes in there and they buy you know 200 dollar bottle based off my i mean everybody's got different palettes what i think is great y'all may think is shit you know and so i try to kind of play it safe and engage where everybody's at in their journey and it's because i know how much the palette matures the more you drink it neat and and um so it's it's been a very cool experience, and I'm glad I met y'all, and, and Likewise, glad y'all had man. me on, man. No. <laughs> Likewise, man. We'll, we'll definitely, um, this won't be the last time. We'll definitely do it again. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I can any, ramble anytime. for <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I mean, you, you, yeah. you hear me, I ramble all the time, bro. Anytime you want to come back, you're welcome. Yeah. Please do so. <laughs> Thank y'all so much, man. It's yes, been sir. A, it's been an honor. Yep. For sure, for sure. Till next time, everybody. Peace. <laughs>